You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 127. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, Yummy Mummies. Are you feeling yummy? I hope you're feeling yummy. I hope you're feeling ravenous. I hope you're feeling delicious. I hope you're craving something super, super yum. Why? Because I have a two-parter coming in hot. Two-parter. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you guys know that you best be heading over to Apple iTunes, whatever, wherever you listen to this podcast, and leave a rating or review. I truly see the Yummy Mummy as a mission and a movement. And I would be so grateful to you if you joined me on that movement, in that movement of freeing a million moms. And one of the easiest ways to do that is to let them know about this podcast. And that is the easiest way to, I mean, yeah, share it with your friends for sure. But if you review it and rate it, that helps Apple share it with the good people out there. So pretty pleased with the cherry on top. Will you do that for me? Thank you. I love you. Okay. Doors are closed for the Yummy Mummy experience. We have, oh my God, the yummiest group coming in hot. We are starting today, the 18th, if you're listening to this one, it's coming out. It's going to be so freaking good. If you did not get in, no worries. Make sure that you go to lauraconley.com, click work with me and get your booty on the wait list for when doors will open again, end of July, early August. Okay. Okay. Deal. Deal. So, what is this two-parter, you ask? Well, this two-parter is, you guys, I'm not going to lie. I felt like I was on fire. I felt like I was just in my little zone of genius. I went to my friend Tina Sue's membership. She has a membership called The Tribe, and she helps mamas who have kiddos that have ADHD or autism or on the spectrum. And so she brought me into her group to teach about weight loss. It was just good content. And so I felt like I couldn't not share it with you, especially because it's so funny. I swear to God, I manifested this. It was like all so kismet. Like I was like, I just am feeling this gut intuition kind of hit thingy dingy that like the good listeners out there need to need a little, I don't know, a little refresh on some of the basic concepts because repetition really is the best teacher. And when you listen to this, you're not going to feel like it's repetitive. It's very entertaining. Like I said, I felt like I was just really super energized. And so I had just gone to my friend's weightlifting class. I was just, it was just Friday vibes, you know? So I really want to give this to you. I talk about ravenous reasons. And if you remember, that's 20 compelling reasons. So I've done a podcast on it. But if you're not in the Yummy Mummy experience, or even if you are, this is going to be so good to hear me talk about it in this way. So we talk about ravenous reasons. We talk about commitment. We talk about discipline. And it really is going to blow your mind. So this podcast is going to be a two-parter because when I came into the tribe and taught for my friend Tina and coached for my friend Tina and her membership group, we actually went for 90 minutes. So not only was I teaching, I was also coaching and doing Q&A. So this is super fun because you'll actually, most of you guys don't get to hear me coach because you're not in the yummy mummy experience. Obviously, those of you that are inside hear me coach all the time. But 
you'll get kind of a sneak peek of what it's like to be coached. So that'll be more so in part two. Without further ado, I really hope you enjoy this. Let me know what you think and just happy listening. All right. Have the best week ever. I love you all so much. Laura Conley, the queen of fun, because you're going to see why. <laughs> That's how I think of you. I just think yeah. like no pressure of fun. No pressure. <laughs> and she specializes in helping women lose weight for the last time. And you run a program called Yummy Mommy Experience. And I love her. So I am so excited to learn. I'm here taking notes. You want me to take it away? Yeah. Okay. Well, hello to everybody. Welcome. Nice to meet you guys. Tina, you did a great job introducing me. I'm like, oh God, I got to work on my introduction (laughs) skills when it comes to having guests inside the Yummy Mummy. So yeah, you guys, I'm a weight loss coach, a life coach. I've been doing this for 10 years. Help mamas, women, humans lose weight for the last time, really so that they can live the lives that they want, so that they can feel free in their lives, so that they can feel confident, so that they can have the mental space to do what is important to them. Because for me, I was so consumed with, oh my God, how many calories is that? How am I going to work that out? Okay, I'll do two workouts tomorrow. And then I was constantly not being present. And so I will give you guys a little intro of just like who I am, tell you a little bit about my story. And then I will give you guys a little bit of content that you guys can use. And then I'm going to open it up for Q&A and coaching and and whatever you guys want to learn. I do have some concepts. So you guys may want a notebook. But just to go into that, my mission is really to free the moms. Like that is the underlying mission of the Yummy Mummy. Yes, it's to lose weight, but it's so much more because what is that blocking us from? So I struggled with my weight and diet drama, probably going back to like 14, 15 years old and struggled with it for about 20 years. And then I had my daughter and I remember I was like six, eight weeks. I was postpartum. I was getting out of the shower and butt ass naked. Sorry. I sometimes swear a little bit. I'll try to be (laughs) G-rated. So I was naked and I was criticizing myself. And I was watching myself criticize myself. I was watching me beat me up. And I was like, no, it stops here. I am not going to talk crap to myself anymore because I knew it was like, I'm getting the chills even telling you guys the story, but it was like, I got a download from somewhere something that was like, if you talk to yourself this way, this will become Luna's internal voice. And that's my daughter. It's Luna. And I was like, I knew I could say all the right things. I had read all the books. I knew all the stuff, but I knew I could say the right things, but I didn't think I could show up and be an example. So she made, so my mission to really heal this drama And this body shame that I had been conditioned to, and it's really conditioning, a programming that our culture gives to us. It's it's really hard to escape. And so I, I really went on a mission. I was like, over my dead body, well, she talked this way to herself. And so I went on a mission to, to love myself and my body. And I didn't, I realized that that didn't have to be mutually exclusive 
of losing weight for the last time. We get to have both. We're allowed to want to lose weight for the last time and to love ourselves. I actually think that it's a beautiful marriage. I remember feeling so much shame for wanting to lose weight throughout those 20 years because that must have meant that I didn't love myself, but I'm supposed to, but I'm supposed to love this body that I'm in that doesn't feel like me. So it was this weird juxtaposition. And I was like, no, we get to have it all. We get to love our bodies. We get to love ourselves. We get to talk nicely to ourselves inside our brains and we get to weigh what we want. So I went on that mission. I cracked the code. Shockingly, I still sometimes like, I can't believe this. I really get to live in this body. My husband's like, this is a boring conversation. Can we talk about something else? (laughs) I'm like, no, but babe, isn't it amazing? So then it became my mission to help all the other moms and really women heal this for themselves. Because prior to being a um, weight loss coach, body love coach, health coach, whatever you want to call it, I was a vision and goals coach. And I helped women kind of, I don't know if you guys have heard heard the term, but take off the golden handcuffs. So I was in corporate America before and had a good job, but I didn't love it. And so I took off the, so to speak, golden handcuffs and became a coach. And I wanted to help other women do that. And I did do that. But I, I did notice that a lot of women couldn't find their callings. They couldn't hear that voice. They couldn't hear their intuition. They didn't know what was possible for them because they were just so consumed in diet drama and not enoughness. So that is really the mission under the mission. So that's a little bit of what I do and why I do it and who I am. But let's dive into the content today. So you guys are all in the tribe with Tina. Can you guys see my chalk talk? Okay. Okay. I can bring it a little bit closer too. You know what? Let me bring it a little closer. So I know you guys are involved in this really fun challenge and I love that Tina set up for you guys. So I'm going to teach you, give you kind of like a appetizer version of some of the concepts I teach inside the Yummy Mummy that are going to help you do 10 pounds in 30 days. So first and foremost, I want to teach you about ravenous reason. So get your pen out, get your paper out. What is a ravenous reason? So you guys are going to see that my names are super dorky because I run the Yummy Mummy. (laughs) So of course, every concept I teach has to have some sort of like play on words. So ravenous reasons. What is a ravenous reason? So if you guys are in, I'm assuming you're in because you're here. If you're in for 10 pounds in 30 days or whatever your version of that is, I want you to have ravenous reasons. What does ravenous mean? Like, like you're hungry for that. So I want you to know why. Why are you here? Why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you want to lose weight for the, for the last time? I always say that. Why do you want to lose 10 pounds in 30 days? Why? I need y'all to come up with, and if Tina's okay with this, I would love for you guys to start popping some in the chat box. Is that cool, Tina, if we chat? Okay, cool. So what are some of your reasons? Why do you want to lose 10 pounds in 30 days? Why do you want to lose weight? And I want you to come up with 20 reasons that light you up, right? Like think about when you're ravenous, like you're ravenous for like the creme brulee or you're ravenous for like the pita chips or whatever the thing is, can you be as ravenous, if not more for these reasons? So there's actually like, it's not just like, in my, in my opinion, a cute name. It actually, so start popping some of your reasons in if you would be so brave. Why do you want to do this? 
Like what is there? Because you want to know what? You're going to be very excited about this. This week, first week, you're going to be into it. You're going to be like, yeah, I'm in. What happens like next Saturday night? You're like, "Mm, I've only lost a couple pounds. I'm really hungry. I just really want the popcorn with my husband. You have to be hungrier for your reason than the pizza, then the popcorn, then the pasta, then the, whatever the thing is. And I'm not saying you can't eat those things, right? I'm just using examples and hypotheticals. You can really eat whatever you want and lose weight for the last time. Just can't be whatever you want all the time, every second. Okay. To feel more confident. Yes. To show myself that I can. Yes. To, I get very excited. <laughs> To, okay, so a lot of you guys are speaking my language here to feel, you guys are in one way or another, to feel confident, to feel good about myself, to have a confidence boost, to be healthy enough to enjoy being with my kids. Yes, I find this all the time. Like, do your kids say, hey, mom, can we go for a bike ride? And you're like, what the thigh chafing? And you're like, and you say yes, we don't really want to go. Or you say no, and then you feel guilty. And you say yes, but you feel like you have to say yes because you're like obligated. What if you were the one that was suggesting the bike ride? What if you were the one suggesting going down the water slide? What if you were the one suggesting going sledding because you actually wanted to do it? That's what I want for y'all and me too, is to like want to hang out with our kids, to want to play. So I love that reason. Go to the zoo to be sexy in a bikini. Oh, don't even get me started on this one, Sally. I don't, when it comes to ravenous reasons, you don't get to judge. If you want to look hot in your little romper romp, or you want to wear your bikini and you want to feel sexy and that makes you feel ravenous and that lights you up, that compels you, that inspires you, you go with it. You don't judge it. I'll get clients and I'll be like, yeah, but it's like, it's shallow. And I'm like, first of all, who cares? Who cares? Second of all, no, it's not. It's not shallow. Do you want to know what's super deep? Feeling like yourself. That's like, I can't think of a deeper reason. Feeling like you, feeling the way you want to feel. That's like you being in alignment with you. That is deep. Okay. To have fun in the pool or the beach or the lake with my kids and not trying to hide my body. Yes. So I'm going to ask you guys for homework to come up with 20 ravenous reasons. Put them somewhere that you can see them. Don't shy away from them. Be willing to read them again and again and again. Once you come up with your 20, I know Tina has you writing and journaling a little bit. I want you to write down one ravenous reason every single day that actually makes you feel ravenous. Don't just give me lip service. Don't just do it because you have to do it. It has to make you feel ravenous or compelled or motivated in your body. And that's why I like you coming up with 20. It doesn't mean you have to stop at 20. You can always be collecting. And that's why I like you guys putting them in the chat because you can borrow from each other. You're like, oh, you know, I want to feel sexy too. Oh yeah, I want to feel confident too. Oh yeah, I totally want to be like off the diving board with my kiddos. I deserve the most beautiful body to live. Yes, this is your home. This is your home. You live in this 24-7. Isn't that crazy? Let's enjoy our experience in our homes. Okay. Feel comfortable in anything I wear. I love clothes, but I never wear what I want. Yes, this is another one where sometimes you feel like, oh my God, it's shallow. 
No, it's not. Do you want to know what wearing clothes is? It's an expression of you, of the inside of you. It's an expression. It's an artistic experience. You should see what I'm wearing. Did you guys see what I got up? I'm wearing this sweater jumpsuit. It's ridiculous, but it's me. It's so fun. I love it. But yeah, I wouldn't have worn this before because I'm like, oh no, I gotta wear like my stretch out Lululemons and my black sweatshirt. There's like two Lululemons. I'm like doing wash all the time. No, I want you guys to want to go shopping in your closet. Feel comfortable in anything I wear. Yes. Okay. So buy cute clothes. Again, that is such a cool experience. So 20, 20 of them. Now you're going to be like 20. That's a lot. I know. That's a lot. You're going to get to seven. You're going to be like, can't think of any. You can. I promise you, you can. Now, if you get stuck and you want a little hack, go back to reason number three that you put and find the why behind the why. Okay. So it's like to buy more cute clothes. Why? Because I like expressing myself that way. Or why do I want to buy cute clothes? Oh, because I love going shopping with my best friend. It's my favorite thing to do. We don't, I don't even go shopping anymore. I don't even let myself. So go back and find the why behind the why. Each reason probably has another reason in it or two tired of feeling like I failed myself yeah so you can you could say to feel confident right to know that I am like a badass tired of feeling like I failed myself yeah so I hear this all the time and you can put that on there I want the majority of them to be in the affirmative okay for them to be I want them to be in in the positive and you can find what you don't want and then switch it and you're allowed allowed you got to do whatever you want you're an adult human but my recommendation is that most of them are in the affirmative okay does that make sense because if you put it in the affirmative the vibration in your body will just it'll just feel better for you okay yeah to complete a commitment to myself so good i want to wear all the dresses yes you do Yes. Okay. Good job, you guys. So come up with all of those reasons. This, I wasn't going to teach you guys this, but I am going to give you a little bit of a tangent note right here, right now, which is a lot of you guys, because a lot of you guys have been saying, I want to feel confident. I actually would invite you to start practice, practicing kind of like you're um, like a method actress or method actor. Have you guys heard of what a method actress is it's like if you're an actress in Hollywood you literally play the part that you're going to be playing in the movie in your daily life it's really cool so pretend you're that person already just for fun people be like oh it's faking to it's faking it till you make it I'm like yeah so you think that over there you're going to feel confident right because you're going to weigh what you want to weigh That's what you think you're going to feel. How do you think you're going to feel over there? Most of you say confident, but what else? Some of you guys might have another word. How do you think you're going to feel over there? Confident, self-assured, light, alive, energetic, zesty for life, happy, comfortable in my skin. How can you feel that now? How can you start practicing now? I promise you there's an outfit you can buy and wear today. Now, start practicing feeling that now. That'll give you the fuel to keep going. Okay. Does anybody have any questions on ravenous reasons before we move to craving commitment? Tina. So what's a good question to ask when your brain says, I don't know? Like when you're trying to do like if you get to like number eight and your brain's like, I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't ask it a question. I would just scold it. 
<laughs> I would scold my brain. I, I mean, but I would do it playfully. I would oh, do it very playfully. I'd be like, oh my God, that's so cute. We don't say, I don't know. And Laura said that we have to do 20 and we're a good rule follower. That's what I would say back to your brain. Like, okay. Oh, you want to know another good counter? This is one of my favorites. Okay. So I'm like, you guys have to come up with 20 reasons. And you'll be like, oh, but I don't, I really don't know. And I'm like, could you come up with 20 reasons? This is my favorite. I got this from Brooke, who is a mutual coach of Tina and Mike. I bet you could come up with 20 reasons in 10 minutes if I were to give you a million dollars. And if you guys are not money motivated, I'll come and take your dog if you don't give me those 20 reasons. So, or whatever the thing that motivates you. Some of you guys are like, yeah, I do it for a million dollars. I used to do the, I'm going to come take your kid. And people are like, not motivated. You can have my kid. <laughs> my point is what would be so cool? Me giving you a million dollars? Then I bet you could, people ask me this all the time. I'm like, well, I'm going to, you know, this is what I'm going to eat. This is what I'm not going to eat. Da, da, da. And they're like, I can't think of anything to eat. I don't know. Like, I can't think of anything healthy. I'm like, could you come up with 20 things? They're like, if I gave you a million dollars, they're like, fine. Yeah. It's like, we don't want to make our brains go to work for us because our brains don't want to. Our brains give us that resistance. They're like, I don't want to do this. It's hard. It's like, okay, brain, I get it. I know. And we're doing this. This is going to help us feel confident. So that's what I say to my brain when, when my brain offers, I don't know. This is a normal thing that your brain will offer to you. And I have my clients go on word diets. I don't have them go on diet diets. I have them go on word diets. And one of the phrases that I don't want them saying or that I recommend they put on their word diet, they never consume again is I don't know. And if you genuinely don't know, guess what? You could figure it out. You could be like, hey, what are some of your reasons? Hey, can we swap? So your brain wants to offer I don't know when you're trying to solve a problem because your brain doesn't want to do work, right? Your lower brain's job is to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and do it with the least amount of effort. That's why it offers you I don't know. But once you get over that hump of resistance of I don't know, it'll start flowing again. I promise you. It's not going to be hard on number eight and number nine and number 10. It's just going to be hard getting over that hump for number eight. And then your brain's going to be like, okay, all right. She's not letting us off the hook. Any other questions? That's such a good question. Love that question. You guys, I don't know how the, you know, exactly how the format is here, but like, I'm okay with you guys shouting out questions, like unmuting yourself and shouting them out or putting them in the chat. So it's, so if you have to go back to ravenous reasons and you have a question, great craving commitment. Okay, let's make it a little interactive here. So I want you to crave commitment more than you crave the cupcake. <laughs> Mallory's like, no. She's like, oh, crap. Okay, let's define together. Let's define just the word commitment. <laughs> oh, tipsy and truthful. I like you already. Okay, what do you guys think the definition of commitment is? You can't get it wrong. Put something in, the, put a couple things in the chat box, say it out loud, whatever. What is the definition of commitment? Ooh, steadfast to a goal. Yes. What is the definition? Let's keep, let's keep them coming. Steadfast to a goal. Keeping promises to yourself. Yes. What else? Not quitting, not giving up. So good. Going all the way. Sticking to something even when it gets difficult. Exactly. 
These are all correct. A plus, you guys. Anybody else? Okay. I think we're all right. Keeping a promise to yourself. Steadfast to a goal. Okay, there's one little footnote I'm looking for. Pushing beyond comfort. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mallory was right there with even when it gets difficult. Does anyone have anything else they want to add to the definition of commitment? Before I give you the answer key. Okay. Not giving up. Willing to do hard things for a reward. <laughs> all right. This is how I like to define it. You guys all really did get it correct. Keeping yourself accountable. Yes. Okay. Not giving up. Keeping a promise to yourself. This is what, this is the footnote that I was looking for. No matter what, right? And that's exactly what Mallory was saying. Even when it gets hard, even when it gets uncomfortable, okay? Commitment is keeping a goal, keeping a promise, keeping your word to yourself, no matter what. But what is included in the no matter what? When you go off quote unquote plan, whatever you guys are calling it, plan, protocols, we call it the yummy mummy map, whatever. It doesn't matter. You are going to make your plan. If you haven't already, you're going to make your plan. You're going to do your calories or whatever you're going to do, your map, how you're going to get from point A to point B, how you're going to lose that 10 pounds or whatever amount of pounds you want to lose. And then you're not going to do it perfectly. And then you're going to want to quit because you're a normal human with conditioning that we all got diet brains. I call it the diet brain. And then you get back up. That's what commitment is. Not quitting until you get to the goal. Keeping your promise to yourself no matter what and included in the no matter what is when you make a mistake. You don't stay down there in mistake land. You get back up. We know this and we do this in like all other areas of our lives, in our marriages, in our jobs, in like being a human in the world. It's fascinating to watch. But somewhere along the line, we've got this programming that like we're going to do this diet or we're going to do this program or we're going to do this commitment. But then when we eat a cupcake and we don't do it perfectly, then we should just throw in the towel. It's so interesting, isn't it? It's like asinine. It's like Oh, I know because I ate the cupcake and I didn't do it perfectly. I'll quit. So instead of getting like a 92% as my grade on my diet or whatever, I'm going to get a 0%. It's fascinating. But I did this for 20 years. Don't make yourself wrong or bad if you've ever started a diet and then eaten a cupcake and then quit. Just as normal. You're not wrong. You're not bad. You are very, very loved. So I love to give a couple little analogies in here. I love to think about committing to your health as a relationship. For those of you that are in partnerships or marriages or committed monogamous relationships, partnerships, you guys get like in a fight with your partner or like a tiff or like a disagreement and then like go get divorced. No, no, you do not. No, why? Because you're committed you're like, oh, and when you're being the person you want to be, you're like, oh, I wonder what happened there. Okay, we need to have a conversation about time management or calendaring or whatever in this household. We need to have a chat about cleanliness. 
oh, that's why we got in a fight because we're just not on the same page about cleanliness. Okay, we're gonna have a chat about that. We're gonna move forward. We're gonna learn from our mistake, our fight, and we're gonna move forward with that new knowledge. Are we gonna do it perfect? So annoying. No, we're not, right? I'm like, I thought we already had this fight. We already have it again? It's the same thing. You're gonna eat the cupcake. And then you're going to be like, hmm, I wonder why I ate that cupcake. Oh, it's really stressed out. Next time when I'm really stressed out, I'm going to take a deep breath and remind myself that cupcakes don't solve stress. It's like, oh, and then guess what? You're not going to eat a cupcake for like three months. And then you're going to eat a cupcake again. And you're going to be like, what the F? Oh my God, I told myself I was going to eat a cupcake. It's okay. You're learning. The other example I love is like my daughter. She's always learning something new. So you can use your kiddos. When they're learning stuff, like she's, she wants to learn to roller skate, like WTF, you guys, this is very painful to watch. (laughs) She is literally on the cement more than she is not. Okay. She doesn't care. She gets back up every time. She's not like I quit roller skating. I can't do it. I fell. For some odd reason, we're not taught this when we're learning how to be healthy, when we're learning how to lose weight, when we're learning how to be in the bodies that we want to be. We're not taught that we're supposed to fall. You're supposed to fall. Now, don't use this as a reason to go off the rails. Like, oh, well, Laura said I wasn't going to do it perfectly, so let's just eat all the cheeseburgers tonight. No, that's not what I'm saying. Don't use it against yourself. So my daughter, she'll like fall. And she'll be like, mom, what is happening? And I'll be like, well, when you go on that downhill part, you pick up speed and then you go over that bump and you fall. You fall in the same spot every time. And and she's like, oh my God. Yeah, totally. And I'm like, why don't I hold your hand? This is literally what happens, like right on the street. I'm like, why don't I hold your hand on the down part and the bump part? And she's like, okay, good. So then she holds my hand. She's holding both my hands. Now she holds one of my hand. Now she can do it. Because she fell and she was like, I wonder what happened. And then we explored it. We stopped for it. We moved forward. Oh, I wonder what's happening with the cupcake after my kids go to bed and I need relief. Mm. Okay, yeah, the cupcake is providing me relief in the short term, but it's also not giving me the body that I want, not giving me the health that I want. It's giving me a little bit of a hangover. It's a net, it's a net negative, not a net positive or a net neutral. So what could be a net neutral or a net positive to help me feel comforted, to help me feel relief after my big long day, to help me de-stress? not the cupcake. I mean, some of us may be the cupcake, but if you're on this call, most likely the cupcake is giving you that temporary, like that two minute relief, but then it's giving you a net negative. It's giving you the shame spiral. It's giving you the like, it's not making you feel good in your body. So that is what commitment is. And I want you to develop the skill of craving that by using your ravenous reasons more than the cupcake because that's what's going to get you where you want to be. We are so taught that diets have a stop-start date, even the ones that are like, oh, this is maintenance mode. Oh, this is the lifestyle. I want to offer to you, and some of you guys will like want to hate me, and then some of you guys will be very relieved. And those of you that like kind of are like right away, you actually will get the relief too. So this is what I want to tell you. This health journey that you are embarking on is lifelong. And it should be. Brush your teeth every day, right? Why do you brush your teeth every day? Let's actually hear from someone. This is another favorite analogy of mine, but it has to do with commitment. Why do you brush your teeth every day? 
It's habit. It's what you do every day. You want clean, healthy mouth. Mm. Yeah. Why do you want a clean, healthy mouth? So they don't fall out when you get older. (laughs) Sorry. Do you want a clean, healthy mouth so that your teeth don't fall out of your face? And it kind of feels kind of good, too. Yes. And you you just do it because it's a habit that you've created. You guys, my daughter, I love to use her as an example. She's five, five and a half. If I said five, she heard me, she would be pissed. She brushes her teeth every day all by herself. But I had to remind her for two years to brush her teeth. And she's not even perfect in the morning. She's pretty perfect at night. After two years, she now brushes her teeth every day. That's how long it took. And that's normal. But we're taught. And I love a 30-day challenge. Don't get me wrong. But I want you guys to, this is like the best, one of the best things I teach, I think, is that this is a lifelong practice. And it should be. This is your health. This is your well-being. This is your you feeling light and alive and confident. This is one of the most important things. So I would offer for the next six months or 30 days or a year, you go all in. Like maybe you didn't brush your teeth for like 30 years. You gotta go all in for 30 days with the dentist. You're in there getting them whitened, getting the cavities filled, getting a root canal, getting them straightened. Like you're in the dentist like for like six months if you didn't brush your teeth for like 30 years. You're in there. You didn't floss? Oh, you're in there. And then after you go... Every day or every week for six months or a month or whatever the time is, then you can kind of pull back and you can just brush and floss every day for five minutes. So I invite you as a way to provide relief and like, oh, that makes sense as to why I've never been able to solve it. It's because I thought there was a start stop date. There's no start stop date. This is forever. This is great news. You brush your teeth because you don't want your teeth to fall out of your face. Brush your brain every day. What's my compelling reason? Am I committed? What am I going to do? I am going to have a stressful day most likely. So what am I going to do instead of the cupcake? I recommend journaling about this every single day. That's you brushing your brain so you can have the body that you want. And you can actually get into it. Like, doesn't brushing your teeth feel so good sometimes? It's like, ooh, yeah, zesty or whatever. Or like fresh. It'll feel the same eventually when you're doing your journaling practice. Any questions about craving commitment? And then I'll, I'll talk to you about it. Delicious discipline. And then we'll open it up for Q&A and coaching. Questions about commitment. I love the analogy of brushing your brain. I think that is just very creative. So when you brush your brain, you're actually, it's all about the affirmations then, right? That's the brushing, right? I just mm-hmm. want to make sure I understand that that's the brushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reminding yourself, oh, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I want. I'm reminding yourself that you want this more than you want the cupcake. Cupcake's just my example for, you know, whatever your thing is. This is what I want more than that. And I am committed, even if I don't do it perfectly. And I love myself. And so you can come up with your own brushing. You know, Tina can have me back and I can teach you more in depth, but you can have your own brushing your brain practice that is unique to you. And I know Tina shared a little bit, but like, like some of my clients, like they, they like to write out what they're going to eat the next day. It's just easy for them. They, they like to plan it. They like to identify obstacles and strategies. Oh, I got a big weekend coming up. I have a birthday party. I have a girl's night. I have 
family coming over, we have Easter, whatever, all these different obstacles that could get in the way. What are my strategies? How can you pre-plan? So you could use the brushing your brain practice to just be intentional, basically. Yeah. I mean, like in my brushing my brain practice, like I like to write down like what I'm grateful for. I like to write down like what my goals are. I like to write down my reason, like my why. It's usually just to feel good in my body at this point. So I'll write, sometimes I will plan out my meals, just depending. So you can make it your own, make it support you. And remember that part doesn't have to be perfect either. If you're like, oh my God. Oh, this is another favorite part of the analogy, right? Like what would you guys do if you forgot to brush your teeth one night? Someone tell me out loud. What would you do? Just brush them in the morning. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But we, when it comes to dieting, when it comes to food, when it comes to our health, we're like, well, I didn't, I didn't brush my brain last night. I didn't do my journaling practice. I didn't do it perfect. So you know what? F this, screw this, throw in the towel. No, you just literally brush your brain the next time that you, when you remember. What about like vacation? What do you guys do when you forget your toothbrush on vacation? You go get a toothbrush. You would never not brush your teeth for a whole week. Fascinating. Don't you dare go on vacation, forget your journal, and then be like, well, I forgot my journal. I guess I can't brush my brain. You have your phone. You can go in your phone and brush your brain in there. You have like the hotel paper. (laughs) It's just, it's so interesting to just hack our brains like this. And for 20 years, I was like, oh, well, She's having a part. She's having my favorite grilled cheese. I have to eat the grilled cheese, obviously. Oh, I eat the grilled cheese. Well, you know what? I'll start in 2024. That's what I'll do. Perfect. (laughs) It's just an endless cycle. So treat it like brushing your teeth. Let me explain to you guys discipline real quick, and then we'll go into it. The Q&A. This is not very long, and it's very connected to creating commitment. Let's play a game, okay? Word association. I say discipline. Your brain says... Say it out loud or pop it in the chat box. I say discipline. You say. Workout. Mm-hmm. Work. Rules. Hard. Some people will say like punishment. What else comes to mind when I say discipline? Strict. Stressful. Rigid. Mm-hmm. Control. Following a schedule. Yeah. Okay. So I want to invite in no fun yeah so i want to invite a little deliciousness into discipline so let's just find out what the real definition of discipline is discipline actually comes from the word disciple and it actually means to teach it's so cool discipline just means to teach you guys probably are learning about this with your kiddos my three-year-old, he like refers to him and his sister as like the kiddos. And now I say it all the time. I'm like the kid. It's so cute. The kiddos and the grown-ups. So anyways, the kiddos, when you're disciplining kiddos, a lot of what's out there now, like, and, and you guys would know this better than me probably, but like a lot of what's out there with some of the new parenting kind of just, I don't want to say rules, not rules, but advice that's out there is on discipline, on teaching your your children skills. And that's what weight loss is. Weight loss is a 
skill. It's crazy. We, we think that weight loss is not a skill. We think that weight loss is you, you get handed a diet and then you do it. And if you don't do it perfectly, then you quit. No, no, no. It is a skill you have to learn and practice and fall down and get back up. It's a skill you have to learn just like roller skating, just like walking, just like skiing, just like tennis, just like parenting, just like being in a relationship. This is a skill that you have to learn. Discipline means to teach. So you have to teach yourself over time. So think about your kiddo. I'll think, well, let's think about my kiddos. So my three-year-old is physical, very physical. And he likes to use his body, right? So when he uses his body to express himself and hits my daughter, who's five, I don't let him off the hook, even though part of me wants to. Like, I don't ignore it. I don't turn my cheek and just ignore it and, like, let them do it most of the time. I don't ignore it. I don't put my head in the sand. Because that is not going to help him build skills. I don't, okay? So I don't, when you guys don't follow your plan perfectly, I don't want you to put your head in the sand. You might want to. You might even call it, oh, I'm giving myself grace. (laughs) And don't want you to ignore the mistake. I want you to use it as a learning opportunity. Now, when my little kid, my little kiddo, hits my daughter, my three-year-old hits my five-year-old, I also don't beat the crap out of them, verbally or physically. But I mean verbally. I'm not like, what's wrong with you? Get, when I'm being my best parent, when I'm being my best self, I'm not, I'm not yelling at him, what's wrong with you? You should know better. I've told you a million times, get your crap together. Stop it. I'm not beating him up verbally because guess what? The research has shown it doesn't work. So if I want to help him build the skill of using his words instead of his body, I actually have to go over there calmly, understanding that he has a three-year-old human brain, understanding that we have adult human brains with lower brains that are in there. They're trying to Seek pleasure, avoid pain, do it with the least amount of effort, and by the by, eat as much food as humanly possible because that part of our brain doesn't understand that food is readily available. Crazy. Okay? So I go over there and I say, Phoenix, what's going on? You seem like a little frustrated. He's like, yeah, I'm so mad. She took my toy. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're frustrated. I'm like, it's okay to be frustrated. It's not okay to hit. And then once he's calm, we regulate, then we can talk about, hey, and this is what I'm being the parent I want to be, okay? I'm not, I do not want to come across as perfect. I do not do, I'm working on my parenting for sure. Oh my gosh. Anyways, (laughs) so I go over there, I say that, and then he calms down over time. He doesn't calm down right away. And I'm like, hey, next time when you feel frustrated, what do you think we could do? He's like, I could ask you for help. Great. What else? What about lion's roar? You love lion's roar. Can we do lion's roar? And then say, Luna, hey, that's my toy. Can we play with it together? So we're coming up with some strategies for next time. This is discipline. This is what I am going to highly encourage you start applying to your weight loss journey. Do not put your head in the sand. Do not ignore your mistakes and do not beat the crap out of yourself 
when you do make a mistake. Those are the two things that we think are available when we make a mistake. We think we either ignore the fact that we just ate the cupcake. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Or what's wrong with you? Oh, really? This again? You promised yourself you would do it right. You know better. You know better. Oh my God. There actually must be something wrong with you. There's literally miss what there's literally actually something wrong with you. How come other people can do it? Some, yeah, <laughs> embarrassing, embarrassing. That's what my brain used to say to me. It just doesn't work. Neither of those methods work to change behavior. And that's what we want to do. We want to change behavior by building the skill. So I highly recommend that you start going over to yourself. Hey, I love you. Yeah, we didn't do it perfectly. You know, we're learning. It's going to take a while. It's okay. We ate a cupcake because we were stressed. Because we've eaten a cupcake 472 times when we were stressed. It's okay. What do we think we could do next time? And then you move forward from there. Hey, I forgot to let you guys know that we do have two more spots available for the Yummy Mummy IRL, a Free the Moms retreat. We're going to do yoga. We're going to do sound bath. We're going to have mini massages and mini facials. We're going to do coaching. We're going to do workshops. We're going to do yoga nidra, which is basically like lay there flat and just, oh my God, it's like a trance. It feels so freaking good. It's like a high. We are going to have the best weekend of our lives. It's coming up quick. It's at the St. Julian in Boulder, Colorado. Oh, I forgot to tell you, we're going to go to the flat irons. We're going to do an amazing hike this weekend. I designed it and it is like, (laughs) I'm like telling my husband, I'm like, I feel like this is like, this is a highlight of my year. So you are going to want to join if you want more freedom in your life. If you feel like maybe a little trapped with your health, maybe with your time, maybe in your relationships, you're going to want to come to this retreat. We're going to do it all. So this is not just a health and wellness weight loss retreat. This is a free the moms retreat. So Go to lauraconley.com, click YMX IRL, find out the details and sign up. There's two more spots and the group, you guys, is very, very, it's like a cool group of women already. You are definitely going to make some friends there. We are going to have those crazy belly laughs and those ahas after ahas after aha. So we do have a couple more spots left. I want you to be there if you want to be there. We are just going to have the time of our lives. If you have any questions, you just let me know. So that is April 28th to April 30th in Boulder, Colorado at the St. Julian. We have a crazy special good discount as well. So go check it out. And you know what's really fun is I'm going to be doing more and more retreats. A lot of you guys know that I used to lead retreats back in the day. (laughs) Lots and lots of retreats international here in the United States. And I'm bringing that back. So stay tuned for more retreats coming down the line. But if you want to get in now, get in. Let's go. It's going to be, it is the best way to travel. It is hands down the best way to travel. You don't need a vacation from your vacation. So go get in. Okay. Have the best week ever for real. Ciao, ciao. I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,